The reason I found you was Gary used to hand, he handed me the witch. Says, go read it. And so I figured that if I was reading it, five other guys were reading it. And so I was going to read it and then write a book report on it. That way, when we had our meeting, here it is. And I've done more than these other guys is my thought process. And um, basically at the end of it, he just asked me, he's like, okay, so what if I told you you've done this, you've done that, you've done this, you've done everything I've asked you to do. But unfortunately, I'm, in, I'm, I'm gonna have to go a different direction. So he was like gearing me up for the sales call. And I thought he was, I thought he was literally telling me that. And he's like, so what would you do? And I'm like, well, I would go down the street and I would start working for your competition and I would take all your business. That's what I would do. And that's kind of how we started. Um, <laughs> that's bold, man. And of course, you know, coming straight out of baseball, I had I didn't know how to do anything, but I could throw and hit a baseball. So 10 years has lapsed and I get a lot of Randy Schwantz emails and I look at them. And it, at the time when I was getting them, it's drive to Dallas for two days and listen to this guy talk. That's about the depth that I went to it. And then I got to a point where I had all these producers and I had a new one that I really kind of didn't have time for and signed him up and I peeked in on him a couple of times and here we are. So Jared Pitts here, Galveston Insurance Associates, GIA for short. Um, uh, I've located Randy, oh, I don't know, six or so months ago, made it official probably December of 2020. And in a short period of time, we've AOR'd enough business taken over without actually having to quote the accounts um, to pay for Bignition and all of its services for the next four to five years. And that's happened within 30 days of pulling the trigger on this deal. We're not, we haven't perfected anything. Um, I don't have an office full of producers that can go through the whole wedge procedure um, spot on. It's just the concepts of what he teaches producers to do a little bit of coaching here and there and voila we're off to a great start that's that's a pretty amazing story man the you know you got a well if you go four years that'd be 48 months and uh in one month you got what would be equivalent to four years worth of uh big nation that's a pretty big deal correct and if yeah. you recall um one of the the biggest sticking points that we had in, in a couple of our calls was return on investment. Um, we're really big on that here at our agency. And um, the the initial cost of anything you try to justify, at least I do, and, and whatever the upfront cost was with the software support and all the bridging of data and so forth, it was, it was a little bit more than I had thought it was going to be. Um, and all of that was taken care of with one account. And then you turn around and you AOR four or five more. And now the way that my mind works, if we don't do anything else, we've paid for Bignition for the next four or five years. When you look at the BORs or AORs, how many did you pick up in round numbers? How much revenue was that? So you had $15,000 revenue account we AOR, $7,500 account. So just those two accounts, that's 225. I think our first year is 27 grand, let's just say. Um, right before this, I got on a call to find out we landed another account via BOR. That takes us to $45,000. Uh, 
Uh, there's one coming up at the end of March. We have a BOR on. That's 400 that we have right now with another 80. So call that 50,000 in revenue. So you're at you're at $95,000 in revenue. Um, and there's a handful of accounts, another $25,000 revenue account that I don't want to AOR. I want to replace. So I mean, where you at now? 115. $115,000 in revenue off of AORs in the first quarter of the year is what it's going to look like. And I bet you will do, we're going to do probably $175,000 in revenue. And how does that contrast to what, what you would normally do in a quarter? No comparison. But there's, to be fair, there's, I have, you know, stark differences. I have two of my two of my three newbies are not scared to call. And yep. that's the way that I train guys a little bit differently than most agencies, because most people that are in my position, they want to hire you and they want to hand you off to somebody else. And effectively, I mean, it, it, it it's a lot of my time and a lot of my patience. But my MO with these guys is oh, I'm going to hire you and I'm going to invest in you. You open the doors and I'll go on the sales calls until it's time for me not to go. So literally we have a guy who he will write, he's going to easily write $100,000 in revenue this year. And I bet you 70 plus of it is going to be on AOR because he can navigate the conversation. So I'm, hey, I'll go on meetings with these guys every single day if that's the kind of revenue we're doing. Yeah. So then the, the your desire, I mean, you know, what I'm selling is help you double your agency, right? Yes, sir that 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 desire just becomes more and more clear and more possible as you get these kinds of guys hired teach them how to write these kind of bors it just becomes right. yeah so that's awesome man first of all congratulations to you thank you thank that's you. cool and so um knowing that i mean literally you're, you're right i mean here we are february the 2nd of 2021 you started this thing you signed a contract with me sometime right before christmas last year that was about seven weeks ago um, talk, talk some about how your producers have viewed this, because one of the, one of the big thing that almost everybody who's listened to this is, is wondering, it's like, well, will my producers like it? Can get my producers to use it? They're, you know, they're all those kinds of questions. So how, how did you introduce it to them? How do they perceive it? T talk about that just a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. Um, so I have some newbies. I have I have three newbies right now that you know I could I could tell them whatever we're going to do and they're going to be on board with it. And then I have three seasoned producers. Um, two of them were receptive. Uh, one of them was reluctant to bite down on the process. And what I what I came to know about the resistance is it's it's very transparent. So whatever you're doing over there in your office, if you're not wanting to get on get on board with this system, it's because you don't want me to know the intricate details of what you're doing or not doing. Um, and so my initial my initial plan of just forcing this down their throat, I didn't I didn't do that. I just said, here's what we're going to do. And if you want to be a part of this success, these are the steps that we're going to take. And I'm doing it with you. So um you know, the first week or two, it was, you could tell whenever I had them come into the wedge, you had 
you know, one guy that was kind of, oh, well, I'm going to take care of my emails on my phone, not look at the computer and all that stuff. And then if you recall, during our breaks, I did it a little bit differently. Um, we turned our cameras off when you did the breakouts and we had our own breakout and I had a whiteboard, which we did. We did the, the wedge before and after the class. So we were engaged in the class and then breakouts happen. I would pinpoint, I'm keeping an eye on these guys in the conference room and I would pinpoint the ones that aren't paying attention. And basically they weren't prepared. Um, they didn't, they couldn't go through the picture perfect sales call. They couldn't go through anything that I expected them to go through. And meanwhile, while this is going on, I have some of my newest producers bringing me out on appointments, working through the wedge process with them. And we're talking about our successes that we're having on AORs. And so it kind of took care of itself, you know, hey, Randy, if you don't want to be a part of this and you want to go quote business, good luck. This new guy over here that had been here 60 days just brought in a, a $40,000 revenue BOR. So you tell me what works. And it took care. Awesome news. So um, a um, something I say a lot, and I think, I think there's plenty, plenty of doubting Thomases don't believe me. And here's what I say. <clears throat> you can bring a new producer into this platform, Big Nation, with the proactive services, the wedges, the, those differentiators, learning the wedge sales call. And through that, you change the game of selling. You change, you, you, you go, you attack the incumbent's weakness and you leverage a brand new strength that a newbie has. So let me try to say that more eloquently. When you, when you train a newbie in, here's the proactive services, we're going after these, let me go teach out a wedge, you go right after the, the, the uh, uh, incumbents at Keeley Hill and you go beat those guys. So can you validate that that's been true for you guys? Absolutely. Yeah, and so that being the case, when you make good hires, you put them in the system, it's highly probable newbies can actually go out and start booking revenue as early as 90 days out and never look back. Is that true? Maybe sooner than that. Maybe sooner than that. So the reason that's important is, I mean, what amazing amount of hope that would give you if you, if you, if you got good at the hiring process and, um, and we've also been going through that together. And uh, here in a moment, I might ask you just to speak to that a little bit, if you don't mind. But, you know, when you sit there and think about, man, I go out and recruit these guys, uh, but then I really vet them and vet them hard. You know, like FBI, CIA, I'm going to vet them hard. But if they make it in, I know they're coachable, I know they're trainable, and I know they're driven. I can now put them on a, a platform. It's almost like taking a, a railroad car and put them on a set of skids, and I can send them down that track. And as long as I kind of keep them on that track, they'll go write a lot of business. So that's what you're validating, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, just speak to this, Jared. Um, you've done a good job of hiring people. And, uh, you know, that, that's not true for everybody that's listening to this. What, what would you say is the one or two most salient things that you've picked up and learned as we've been going through the whole grit, how to find, hire, and develop real producers? Would, can you add any color to that at all? Uh, for sure. So um, one of the things that was that was missing out of my uh, game plan is I always talked about the upside of the industry. 
uh, limitless income potential, residual income, you can't replace it. I mean, just on and on and on about all the things that we all know about the insurance industry. One of the biggest things that I think every agent um, that's recruiting out there that's talking about is the upcoming opportunity from those more seasoned producers aging out of the business. Cool. But the thing that I picked up that resonated with me the most through the grit process um, is trying to find a way to use the picture perfect, if you will, um, of the candidates financial situation currently and where they want to end up. Um, it's very rare to, to it, it's odd to think about you're interviewing this candidate, you barely know them, you're trying to get to know them and you want to talk to them about their financial picture now and in 12 months and in three years and five years. And then ultimately, what do you want to have at the end of all of this? Because their idea of wealth, you're not going to have any idea about that. So when you when you take the conversation down how was your childhood and you know what, what did this look like what did that look like what are you going to do for your kids and ultimately where do you want to end up they're getting the feel that you're taking a vested interest in their not only their success but their overall wealth uh over the period of their life and career i would have never thought to do that i would have thought that that would be a waste of my time quite frankly up front um but if you get the right person and they're to that point and you're having that conversation, it's not a waste of your time. That's that's valuable information that you need to have. If so if it's not a waste of time, then how is it a useful? I mean, what what how does that transform the conversation, the relationship, their belief in you and all this stuff? To just talk about that a little bit more if you don't mind. Well, um, you know, at the end of the day, when you're recruiting somebody, you're you're recruiting them and you want them to come work for for your agency, right? And so um what i what i see is when you take it away when you when you give them something and then you take it away much like you could in a, in a picture perfect uh sales call you're kind of enticing the person to want to know a little bit more about you as a, as a person and you as an agency um an agency owner in, in, in an agency and then you flip it and turn it back on them and say no it's not about what we do it's it's about how can we support you in your journey um and I think it takes the conversation, it, it gets it away from what's my starting salary and when will I start and do I have an office with four walls and a door? And it starts opening their mind to, wow, this guy and this company can create wealth for me and my spouse. I get pure satisfaction off of watching the guys that I bring in here and that I invest in watching their, their family picture change. That's more rewarding to me than actually writing an account because that's kind of boring, honestly. That's awesome, man. Well, yeah, I mean, you think about it, any one of us out looking for a job, when you can morph it from here's a job to this guy's going to help me get the pot at the end of the rainbow, which is really the primary reason I work. And there's a lot of secondary benefits to it, but that's the primary reason. And I got somebody that's already thinking about it, vested in it, and wants to help me get there. Right. How do I get to work with you? Because right. nobody else is talking that story. Right. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it's awesome talking today. Uh, congratulations on your success. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens in two years down the road and four years down the road. Yes, sir. I appreciate it.